Pratt may be a small town in south-central Kansas, but it's home in a rich town filled with amazing people. Join fourth generation and lifelong Pratt resident Cody Eastis as he provides our community with a podcast that is solely dedicated to our news, our events, and our residents. This is a town called Pratt. All right, welcome to uh, week five of the Coaches Show. Before we get started, this week's Coaches Show is sponsored by another proud Greenback graduate from the class of 2005, Striker Portable Welding. Doug and Keith Ray do everything from oil field to farm work or even Granny's old metal rocking chair. They also offer sandblasting and powder coating. So a big thank you to Doug and Keith for being fans of the show and uh, showing their support. And uh, now we get going here, once again joined by Head football coach Brent Holting, and second time making his appearance, the voice of the Greenbacks, Austin McNorton. How are we doing, guys? Doing all right. Fantastic. Not too too bad. Absolutely fantastic. All right, so start things off. Last week, a big 62-27. Did I get the score right? Yep. Bam. All right. Went over Larned, moving on to 4-0. And again, another 50-point-plus performance. We've gone over 50 three times out of the four games. Big numbers from a lot of the kids, uh, 111 yards passing, 389 rushing, 500 total offense, and 846 all-purpose yards. Uh, let's recap last week a little bit. What What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, no, I thought our kids came out in the, the appropriate mindset. Um, we talked about being physical. Um, we didn't think that on tape, Larner was real physical, and, and we thought they were athletic, though, and they had some guys that could make some plays. You know, and they did hit us with for a touchdown, but, but I thought our kids came out, you know, Maybe with the appropriate amount of anger, um, we were ready to go, uh, and and I thought I thought we did everything we wanted to. You know, I think we only ran 20, 22 plays in the first half and had three almost three hundred fifty yards offense. So so I was really proud of our kids for coming out. You know, I don't I don't care who you're playing. Putting fifty up in a half is hard. It's hard to do, and and so that that was pretty impressive. You know, it's our third half over forty this year. Um, the first half, third time in four games. So, so I was proud of our kids. I thought we came out well and, and you know executed. You know, we had talked. We were talking during the broadcast. And we brought it up before, and I think we brought it up week one that seventy points was or seventy two right. was the record. You were seventy it down. though against Larned, and you guys were damn near there by halftime, putting up fifty on them. And you yeah. said it when we were talking last night, your kids got into halftime. You're saying, you know, we're not we're not getting the ball much, or or they were yeah. they weren't getting the yards they thought they were going to get. And you're like, guys, we got fifty points on the board. Yeah. Well, they were like, hey, we haven't ran very many plays, and I was like. We haven't ran very many total. You know, we rotate my backs in, and both the, they were all fresh and rare and ready to go. And I'm like, Coach, we haven't ran that many plays. I've probably only been in 10 plays. And I said, Let's, we probably only ran 20, you right. know. Uh, so so I thought our execution was good. You know, our, obviously our yards per play was pretty high. We were busting some long ones. You know, I, I really was glad we were, we were able to hit, you know, Carson threw a heck of a ball on that 70-yard uh, touchdown pass to J.R. J.R. made a great adjustment. Um, you know, that was big for us. I think I think being able to hit those plays, loosen defenses up a little bit so so they can't stack safeties in the box and people like that. I think that's big for our offense. So it was really good to see. That was you – know, I was going to get to some of those big plays. You know, that one, the big opening play by Johnny, that big run. Oh, the, yeah. The punt return Huge. again. I mean, that was one of the most <laughs> impressive punt returns I've seen. But back to that pass play, I, one of your notes on Huddle there was what, what was his read? What, what was his answer to that? Or have you addressed that with him yet? Yeah, we've, or is we've it something that, that, that you want to um, – or that you can divulge? Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, the, the point was the read's supposed to be the safety there, and the safety kind of came over. He threw a heck of a ball, but but I thought our, our wheel was a lot more open. Now, once again, um, you know, sometimes <laughs> we have to tell my our kids that I'm – and they know I'm, I'm super picky. 
Um, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick it every little detail. I'm a details guy. And, and I know sometimes that probably gets hard because they're doing a good job. But, uh, you know, Carson threw a fantastic ball there. We're always talking process over results and, and you know, what was your read there and, and should have been the, the, the safety um, coming over to the wheel. Um, when the when the backer stayed tight, the read might have been it's it's thirty to seven, and I want to go deep. And Carson has a heck of an arm; he likes to show that arm off a little bit sometimes. Yeah, no, and he made a pretty pretty oh, throw. it was a yeah, yeah. bucket. Yeah, it, it was awesome. And then back to that punt return. Uh, uh, unreal. Talk about that. Return. That was unreal. I mean, that was yeah. the punt itself was impressive. I he mean, retreated, that ball, and then he yeah. retreated all the way back it, to and about caught the it behind 10, the shoulder. Right? And, and people don't if you've never caught punts before. And, and I was a punt returner when I was in high school. People don't realize when they when they kick a spiral and that thing comes comes over the end, you know, it goes up and it comes back down, that thing just drops. When it, and when mm. it's a tight spiral, that's why the, those pros always want to kick the spiral, not the end over end, is that thing drops on you, and it's really hard to judge. And to catch that over your shoulder, Johnny made an absolutely incredible play. You know, he caught that over his shoulder and then goes 90 yards, which yeah. I, I, we don't have any official one. I looked through our stats, but I'd almost bet that's the, the longest one in, in Greenback history. It'd be tough um, to beat. Because one, yeah. 125 was the most return yards for a game, punt return yards. Well, and he was only, what, 10 yards off total return right. yards for the game, which you said he didn't know yeah. about mid-game. And we and didn't know about, obviously. Was, right. Yeah, yeah. He was a little tired. You know, he'd had another long run, sent Carson in for one of them. We didn't get him subbed in in time because um, we were going safe and – he, he wanted the record. He's he's bound to determine. Johnny's one of those though. If he wants something, he usually goes and gets it. So. Yeah. So going to those those passing plays, we saw we we saw more of them against Heston and and now against Larned, whereas we didn't see as many against Hoisington. Is that a part of the offense that's just continued to grow more, or is it more of a okay we're playing this team, we'll be able to throw the ball more? Is it more of a matchup thing, or is it just been it's progression? A, it's a you know. So, so this offense, I think every time we come out and, and, and you know, myself, the coaches try to good, do a good job of what are they giving us? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we, we, we talk a lot. Um, you know, when I look at film, the beauty of this offense, I think, is you can load one way and you can take some stuff away, but you can't take everything away. We, we send so many guys to the hole um, that if your linebackers can't run through backside gap, and that's probably the hardest thing. We haven't really had to face that yet, that if we had to, if we had a linebacker that can knife through there. But I think we've run it quick enough and closed those down that we're going to have numbers, if, if we can call it right. If I can call it right, if I can get us in the right look. And then and then I think it's just a matter of uh, pass plays. I want to see when I think they're – what I'll watch sometimes is, you know, it's hard. You, you try to watch everything. But, you know, I always try to get on between possessions and look at look at the iPads that we have mm. on the sideline and – and what are, what are they doing on the snap? Are their safeties coming up? Are their corners stepping up? Are they false stepping? You know, what are they doing? Where are they going? And, and where are their eyes at? That's okay. the big thing. What are they reading? You know, are they reading our blocking back? Are they reading the, the X? Are they reading our, our backfield? And then, so I think then you get some clarity of what's going to be open, you know, depending on what they're reading. And, and, and you know, Johnny's done such a good job running uh, our counter back the other way. You know, he hit it once again. First play of the other night, um, and and he ducks in there, and he's such a big play threat. You know, he's our home run hitter. Yeah. That that play action off of off of um, him coming back for the counter has been, uh, you know, kind of a money play for us because everyone sucks that way. Because if you don't, and we hand it off, we got big numbers. But yeah. but if you do, and we don't <laughs> hand it off, you know, it, it takes a lot of eye discipline, and it's really hard for high school kids, I think, sometimes to maintain that throughout the course of a the game. They may do it a play or two, but they got to do it for for sixty plays, seventy plays. Right. Yeah, you mentioned the checking the iPad in, in between plays. Is that something that I didn't realize you had live real time feedback uh, during the game? In between, is that does every school have access to that, or is that no. something that if your uh, school has the budget, it. you yeah. you can you can have access to? Yeah, it. And we are blessed. Put in a plug for our booster club. 
they pay for our huddle every year. Um, um, so what we get is a, it's a package you have to buy, and, and we have instantaneous view to the to the sideline and the end zone cams. So I can check how they're lining up, what gaps they're in. You know, if there's questions we can't get answered from up top somehow, uh, we can check on that. Or if I just want to see something, or if I, you know, hey, what what did so and so do on this play? Because I'm setting them up. You know, we always talk about I don't want to call plays in a in a hey, I just want to call this play to call it. Right. You know, I, we we try to play chess a little bit to where I'm going to call plays to right. set stuff up, and then I'm going to I'm you know obviously going into film a lot of times what I look at now instead of alignment because we never know what we're going to see is is uh, who can we pick on, you know? And that's why, you know, we thought we got a good matchup against Hoisington, and that's why we kept shifting. Okay. Because um, they weren't rotating their line when we shifted. They were leaving it. And so we thought we had a good matchup on one side over the other, and that's why we relentlessly just kept kept scra- uh, itching that uh, or scratching that itch, you know. Um, sorry. Uh, I think that's what – it's a matchup-based thing, and that's what we find on film. And then, and then how are they going to compensate for that, and then what can we do as an answer? You know, kind of an if-then scenario all the time. If they do this, then we're going to do this. Does that help on the defensive side too, using those iPads and cameras? And oh, for sure. I, I think it's awesome. I mean, it helps anything. We can see what they're doing. Uh, you know, we can see what their splits are, um, you know, their steps, how they're moving, see if we can catch anything that they're doing pre-snap. Um, yeah, I mean, th- anything you can use like that to give yourself an advantage, I think you, you try to use. What, uh, you know, going into that week, um, you know, you guys, oh, I lost my train of thought there. I had a good question coming. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. The answer yes. is, yeah. Right. The, the answer is always yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, so coming coming off that big Larned win, though, um, and now we're moving in to set for a big, big matchup, 4-0 Cheney versus 4-0 Pratt. Um Man, what's what's the week look like this week? Is it a normal week? Is it a little more, little more after hours this week? Is it a yeah. little longer practices or just a little more so on the coaches? Not not longer. I think more so on the coaches. We've been meeting. The kids have been meeting uh, for defensive film in the mornings. Um, you know, we did that last couple mornings, and and you know, we had a longer Monday than we probably do uh, watching film and walking through everything. But I think that's hard. You got to balance. You know the appropriate. We, we don't want to get way out of our comfort zone with what we're doing, and we got to balance that with keeping kids fresh. And, and that's the hardest part, probably this year, to balance in our offense is that it's it, you can't run this offense and practice um, on air all the time. Like we're physical, you know, and that's our calling card. And I, you've right. heard me say it several times, and we talked to our kids about it this week. We are that's our calling card is we're going to get down hill and we're going to beat the heck out of you. So so it's you know. Um, we talked about, uh, we were talking last night at the, the volleyball game, like, you know, like the Rocky four, we're just going to keep chopping the Russian down. That's kind of what we do is, is just keep giving body blows, body blows, body blows. And, and we've, we came out great in some first halves, but like Heston, I thought they did some things and they're really athletic. The first half and the second half, they, they didn't want to get hit anymore. They were tired. And, and, and that's when we were able to really start breaking off chunk yardage, mm-hmm. our, our big plays. And so, so we got to balance keeping our kids fresh with, you know, I could practice all night and want to do stuff, but we got to balance that with, with doing the right thing for kids, making sure their bodies are ready to go Friday nights. What's the biggest key for Friday night against a quarterback who statistically is top five in the entire state, all classes? What, how, how do you yeah. go about saying, okay, this kid is going to make some plays and you're going to know that going into the game. <laughs> right. And, 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 you know, this kid, my money's probably the best player in 3A. I mean, he's really, really good. He's special. Um, he, he's their engine. Um, I think the first thing we have to do is rush in lanes. If we get out of our lanes and he has a big pocket to step up into, or if we, we cut in outside and he can go outside, we're in a lot of trouble. 
because then you put your your backers and you put your corners safeties in a bind. Do I come up and tackle him? He's really dangerous running, or or do I stay back? And and inevitably sometimes that instinct takes over. You come up and he does a great job of keeping his eyes downfield while he's scrambling, finding somebody for a big play. You know he's done that several times we've seen on film. He he is most dangerous off platform. As good as he is in the pocket. He's more dangerous out of the pocket mm. when, when, when he's scrambling and running. A, and they're, and they're, you can tell they practice it. You can tell the receivers are good at running a scramble drill. They, they move all around and get open when he's scrambled. They don't just stand there. And so I think we've got to rush in lanes. I think we got to collapse the pocket to where he can't step up in those throws. If he doesn't do that, he's got kind of a long motion. And if he doesn't do that, he kind of, kind of airmails the ball a little bit. But if he can step into his throws – and get comfortable reads wise, he's really accurate. So I think we have to, I think we have to keep him off balance. I think we have to change the looks up. Hopefully, confuse him a little bit. See if we can do some of that, um, and, and get him out of a rhythm. Because once quarterbacks like that get in a rhythm, they're hard to stop. Right. Yeah, that was one of the things I noticed watching some of his his game film is that his wide receivers know to keep to be ready. Yeah. I mean, when he gets out of the pocket, like you were talking, he's still looking downfield, and his wide receivers know it too. Right. Uh, yeah. So keeping coverage downfield. You know, and not all of a sudden biting on, you know, he's running the ball. Looked like, you know, that, that could be crucial yeah. because they know he's got the arm to make the throw. If they That's if they stick with their route, you know, it's not like once he breaks pocket, all right, come up and make a block. His receivers right. are still looking to get the ball. For and, sure. And he finds them a lot. Uh, a lot. And and that's, the, like I said, not, you're, you're right, he has the arm. I mean, you know, there, there's a game against his junior year against Holcomb where he put one in the air for 65 yards. Um, so he's got a crazy good arm. You know, that's pads on and, and he can step up. There's a couple where he's been on the run throwing a 50 this year. So, like you said, a lot of times receivers, when they see him running, they turn and block. His guys don't. They keep finding an opening because he keeps his eyes downfield. He's still looking for them instead of tucking it. And so I think that's what really – I think that's the biggest challenge with him is that – and then he does a good job of getting the ball out. They hit a lot of quick game, uh, slants, hitches, outs. Um, you know, they got a little little – uh, their favorite combo out of trips. They'll run a wheel. They'll run a post, and then they'll sit a guy right there in that middle area. So, so we got to guard. You know, especially for in zone, we got to guard a man and not grass. You know, we got to go find somebody, have our head on a swivel, and, and not stare at the backfield at him because it's easy to do because we know how good he is. But we got to go find somebody and, and, and make contact and make sure we step under something. You've been talking about physicality all year long, and in all my years as a broadcaster at the high school level, I've never truly seen the work in the weight room at a high school level be so effective, and you can see it every Friday night that you guys truly are the most physical team out there without question. What has been your key here in three years in that weight room? What goes on in that weight room that you found has been like, this has been the biggest progression to, we're seeing the results on the field on Friday night? Well, I think one thing, you know, uh, we don't we don't just do bench squat clean, bench squat clean, bench. We do lots of variations of that. Okay. And I think that's important to kind of shock the system, shock the body. I think it grows better that way. And then we always do some athletic type movements every day, um, you know. And and I think the key is to be quite honest, in any system, the kids bought in, you know, and they they started seeing results. They started seeing, you know, their their totals go up. We we chart everything. We we published. Uh, our 40 times and our 10 yard flies and, and, and we have a leaderboards and the kids know where they're at and they know what they lift and, you know, powerlifting, we've kind of got that off yeah. the ground. And, and I think that's been big, you know, our, our guys got third in the state and our girls got fourth and that's, you know, we're still growing it. We still didn't bring a lot of our guys. I think would have placed our girls that would have placed really high last year. And I think we're going to have more this year and have, have a chance to stay title. So I think, I think when you see results, you want, you want to do stuff. 
you know, and, and, and I'm sure the kids would tell you, I'm, I'm probably just a little bit crazy in there and, and I go wild well, a little working, bit. it's working, man. It's and working. I'm, I'm a pretty high energy guy. I'm not a, I'm not a sit over there in the corner guy, you know, I'm, I'm moving around and, 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 and pushing and encouraging. And then, and we've really tried to develop um, our kids to push each other and, and lead each other. You know, I tell them if you're spotting and they don't do enough reps and I catch it, you're both losing points because you're not making them. You know, we got to hold each other accountable. And, and so our kids have done a really good job of buying in guys and girls. Um, I think they've done a really good job of buying into that. And now, now that you can see, I think it just builds on itself when you see the results and it come to fruition, then I think it builds on itself and, and more and more kids know that the process works, that yeah. lifting hard works, you know, and, and we have some good kids, Enoch, uh, you know, Mason, uh, Maui, some of those kids, uh, Johnny Martinez was a state champion last year uh, as a sophomore in powerlifting. Like we got some kids that, that bust their button, you can't help but work hard when they're in the weight room with you, you know, because you don't want to get left behind. How much, you know, a lot of what Austin was talking about in that weight room is, is the culture, you know, the overall culture of, of what you kind of come in, set the tone, and, and the, you know, the greenbacks. How much, like as a new, and usually you get that after year two, year three, you know, it's right. kind of established, everybody's buying into it. How much of being a new coach coming into a new town does it take you to kind of get used to the culture of the town of the culture of the greenbacks and the history of football in this town? You know, now that you've been here for two, three years, kind of like your kids have, are you, does it make your job or not easier, but you know, you're, you're not the new coach in town anymore. Yeah. You don't have to introduce right. yourself as, Hey, I'm the head coach. This is my wife, Andrea. <laughs> make you know, it you've, you've, if I do that. You, you've got good <laughs> friends, you know, I mean, you've, you know, yeah. everybody's families now. Is there, a, is there something to be said about you be, yeah. adjusting to the culture <clears throat> Of the town you come to as well? I, I think so, too, and I think the town has to buy in. You know, I, I think that's anything. We talk about, you know, my parents' meeting every year that that the, the parents are the most important part of our program, you know, with the kids. And, and if if I know um, that going home, parents are going to support myself, our coaching staff, our kids, it's going to make it a heck of a lot easier to win. You know, when we talk about saying, you know, sometimes those emotions are high after game, just saying, you know, I love to watch you play. You know, even though you want to say so much, and I know I'm I'm guilty of that sometimes. You know, Cameron's sitting over there. I have to step back sometime, and and you know, I decided a few years ago to let other people coach her because she probably needed to hear a different voice than me. You know, and 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 my boys will probably definitely say that when they <laughs> grow up. Um, so I, I think I think we have great community sport, great parents, and and I think that's the first thing we have great parents here. You know, it's not easy. Obviously, the situation. Um, that I stepped into in terms of, of coming off a, a you know state runner up and, and and obviously we weren't as successful the next year and 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 that takes and, and a lot of credit goes also to uh, you know I still talk to to most of them um, a, a lot uh, my seniors the first couple of years you know they're great kids you know I got a text man that probably the best part of my night was uh, we beat Heston one of my old players texted me like man coach it was so awesome to see you happy tonight all of us were talking about you know, how cool that was. And, and, you know, we love you and we're, we're happy for you. And that, that means everything, you know, that, that means way more than the wins, way more than anything. And I think, I think, I, I hope that maybe we've got it established because I know our kids know I can be a, an old crusty crab sometime and I'm, I'm picking on everything and, and I get on their butts and I'm a fiery guy, but, but we also tell them we love them a lot and make sure that they understand that, that I'm going to care about you off the field more than I'm going to care about you on the field. And that's going to carry even when you graduate. You know, I was telling you, you're not getting rid of me. Um, I'll be there for you till, till you know, day I die. And I, and I think that's important. And I think that our kids, for the most part, bought into that and, and understand that. And I think the, the atmosphere there when everyone's pulling, pulling together 
is is the most essential part. Any town that's successful in things, it's because everyone's rowing the boat in the same direction. And I feel like we've got a lot of community support and a lot of people that do that. And and I'm I'm blessed. You know, it's not me. It's it's our kids and it's our our parents, our families here in town. You know, we're we're really lucky. I'm just in a good situation. What would a win? And I and I know we asked you this for Heston after beating the Swathers for only the second time in school history. What would a win against a Cardinals team in Cheney, who has been very historically successful in South Central Kansas, a team you don't see too often, but you know the history behind the program like that. What would a win over a program like that with that history and success mean for where this program and direction it's heading? You know, and I guess I don't look at it probably should. I don't look at the history stuff because I know every year's unique and kids are unique, okay. but there's pride. There's pride in winning communities. And so I think anytime you beat programs like that, like Hoisington this year, yeah, um, you know, that, that there's a lot to be said because sometimes there's those mental hurdles of getting over, man, that town's this. They're, they're so good every year. You know, and I think that's why a lot, you know, Andale wins a lot of games because they're up 14, 21 points before they step on the field because they're Andale and the other yeah. team isn't. And, and we've been trying to break that here, and I think our kids are doing a good job. I think they're confident. You know, and I told our kids, like, this isn't some, you know, Cinderella's like, you've earned this. You've worked for this. You know, that was my big message to them this week. Don't let the moment be too big for you because it's not. Because you've worked for this. Our kids have worked their butt off to be where they are. It didn't just happen. We haven't just gotten lucky. They've worked their tail off. So you deserve to be in this game. You, you've earned the right to be in this game. So, man, go have fun with it. That's that's high school football, man. I mean, it doesn't get any better than nights like Friday night. These sure. are the ones you remember. You don't remember the, you know, the, the 62-27s necessarily. You remember a few things. But, but the games you really remember are these big games, the games that you've earned the right to be in. And our kids have earned the right to be in that, and I'm excited for them Friday night. Hey, last week we talked a little bit about tradition and some of the things that you, that you do as far as the, the hit stick and the practice jerseys. So I'm curious now each week, who, who won those sure. from that Larned game, if you would mind reading <laughs> you know, those it off? Was, it was hard. Uh, you know, um, Johnny had a heck of a game. You know, he was our MVP, but obviously did pretty dang well on special teams. Um this week, uh, so so uh, special teams we we gave to uh, uh, oh gosh now I'm blanking I just hit my hit my tongue and it's on the tip of my tongue and now I'm lost it that's called getting old Put Alzheimer's you on the spot. Alzheimer's <laughs> um, Alzheimer's but uh, um, no uh, we gave special teams um, I am blanking holy cow move on I the hit stick player, player of the week it, our, 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 uh, our practice player Luke's Tay Wilson. I mean that kid does oh, an incredible nice. job. He he gets in there all the time and That's and, great. and and he's always doing everything we ask of him. And wrestlers I mean, are tough kids. Out. Oh, he is tough, tough, tough. <laughs> he's he's gonna be a great football player for us, man. I mean that kid is smart. Um, he's doing a good job. I, I thought he earned it just because he steps in there, and it's not easy being a scout team quarterback, being a scout team. You know, you, you get the tar beat out of you sometimes. He never complains. He gets up every week and, and play after play and just keeps giving us a look. And he's getting a lot better by himself as a result, you know. He, he's getting better. It's not just about us. He's getting better and better every week. Uh, you know, he's playing at a high level, I think, at the JV level. So I thought he was doing a really good job there. And, and then if, if my brain fart, um, you know, comes back, I'll tell you special teams player of the week. You'll um, remember it. Yeah. Uh, and then hit stick of the week, that was a tough one. If we had some guys light some people up on Friday night, but – Man, Grayson Mandel on the sideline. He hit towards the, the end of the game like, yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, and I think I called it one. Noah Riley in the radio, and yeah. then afterwards, like, oh, that I got that wrong. That was Grayson. Who, Mandel. Did, you, who so, did you pick it as the hit of the game? Uh, I think we gave it to. It was on a kickoff. I think Carson Hamey had one on a kickoff. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mason, Mason Melcher came through the hole on an ISO one time and just absolutely blasted a linebacker. Johnny <laughs> hit the heck out of somebody. Uh, 
I mean, we, we had a lot of good hits. And that's what you want. You want people flying around. And, you know, that hit stick's been kind of fun. And, you know, obviously the kids are competition because, man, yeah. Mr. Rector, shout out Mr. Rector. You know, he makes he makes really nice hit sticks for us every week. Tim Rector, our shop teacher, he he, he designed them. They're, they're really awesome. Uh, you know, the kids get their name on them. Um, engrave them. I need to bring, bring one in to show. Uh, it says Burn the Boats, you know, our theme this year and has the date of the game. And, it's really, really cool. So our kids have kind of gotten into that. It's kind of fun. They take home. They get pretty excited. Uh, so there's a lot, a lot of, but we only give one. You know, I, I said there's a lot of worthy hits, but we only give one a week. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Grayson got that. It was pretty cool. And, and he's a kid. Talk about a kid that's really improving, coming on, and he's doing a great job. Well, good. Now, so this week also, not only is it Cheney, but it's also homecoming week. What Does that do anything to the focus, the routine, to your focus, to the kids' focus, to it seems like it's always a busy week for the kids. I, I, is I it so much for would, the coaches as well? Or? Yeah, I think they would probably – I think our kids at school would probably tell you I'm not very good at homecoming. I'm kind <laughs> no of, spirit. No, no, it's not that and, – and I will if I, I forget the days. And I'll be honest, a game like this, you know, I've, I've went home every night and watched film um, till I don't know when and, and keep trying to see if I can pick up something, find anything to help us a little bit more, even though I, you know, watch much right. this weekend. Um, so I keep forgetting the days. Um, I know, I know tomorrow's twinning day. Everyone, since I'm the, the, you know, weights teacher, everyone wants to dress up like me so they can wear shorts and a t-shirt. So, so I'm, I'm the most popular guy in school. It'd be the only <laughs> yeah, time right. on, on twin day. Yeah. So everyone wants to, to dress up like that. Uh, so I know that one's tomorrow. Um, no, you know, I talk to our kids about like, have fun, be smart, you know, Participate in activities. That's fun. That's part of being a high school kid. That doesn't mean your attention, you know, can't be elsewhere and, and we can't be focused on the game. But I, I've just told him Friday night, you're the show. You know, you're the one everyone's coming to watch. You know, it's going to be awesome. And, you know, congratulations to our king and queen. But but that game is 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 the game. So don't don't lose focus on everything else and forget about the game. And our kids have done a good job of that. I haven't seen anything where they're preoccupied with other stuff. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for uh, for me as far as questions on Cheney. I think all we got coming up left is the, the, the how well, dreaded segment of the week. How well <laughs> do you know your greenback? I'm, I'm, oh, there's nothing too bad about this one. It's I'm, it's a piece of cake. It's, it's it's see this segment is taking on a life of its own. This like, one this one's <laughs> it's a breeze. No, okay. it's it's like my sister actually called me this week and she was like, "Hey, uh, if Cody ever needs anything for that segment, he can give me a call. And I said, no, he doesn't need to. She said, well, I'm going to get her she number. She said, I can look him up. Once we get on, off air, I'm going to get yeah. her number from you. She said, I can look him up on Facebook. I said, please don't. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. So, uh, but on that, so in any of you that, that need to get a hold of me on Facebook to give me dirt on Cody, because I need some, like, it's like, not I out saw there. a video it's, that Scott Goodhart put out dancing. on you. Yeah, yes. I saw that as well. I, I saw a video I mean, of He hasn't brought that, that up yet. That, I, I didn't even want to bring that to show because I didn't want to scare, scare the children. I'm glad. <laughs> Are you bringing it up? That's the question. Are yeah. we talking about this video, Brent? This I want to know the yeah. story behind well, I, it. Yes. Yeah, I do want to know the story. Well, back in our day, homecoming tradition was that the senior football players always put on a skit. So, heck, even the 1995 state championship winners – they were all the cheerleading girls' uniforms and did a cheer skit. So, okay. in our, okay. you know, in the year 1999, Ricky Martin's Living La Vida Loca was <laughs> what a song selection. Was, you know, yeah. all over the nation, number one <laughs> hits on the charts. So, with the help of uh, the choreography lie, of, uh, you know, the late, great Jack Ewing, we put together, you know, a hit. So, I mean, it was, a hit. Yeah. It was, yes. That was it. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. it. Yeah, it was so fantastic. That was, I think, I I think that say. was the night that, or the the day that Carrie was like, I, I, I 
I've got to marry that guy. <laughs> I, when he she, dances she like that. She saw that. She's was. like, I'm yeah, in. Yeah. I'm convinced. I don't need yeah. to see anything else. It was. Now, okay, I get it. We all did some dumb things in high school that might be embarrassing <laughs> today. Is that a segue? It could be a segue. Okay. And I was, hey, you guys brought the dancing up. I was going to leave this lie. <laughs> we couldn't leave it lie. We couldn't no, leave it I had lie. no idea this would come up. But I was lie. ready for it in case it did. You know, okay. I mean... Uh-huh. Yeah, like I said, dumb things, you know, whether it's yeah. acting like Ricky now Martin's I don't know what this is. to recreate living La Vida Loca, you know, or acting like Bo Jackson going shirtless oh, for a senior yeah. picture. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. The okay. famous Bo knows. I want to know who gave you that picture. Well, that's the thing. I don't have the picture. I want to say but when I saw it, I thought, God that's you Bo knows. You tried. My, oh, no. No, my mom made me take that picture. I just want, I want that to be known. Here, I'll, I've got something better. Hold on. I think you got the picture. Wait a minute. Oh, you got it on a t-shirt. Oh. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, that's oh, the greatest oh, thing I've ever seen. It's oh not Bono's. It's Brent Brent Nose. And that shirt would have stayed on all show had the no, dancing no, skit no. not came out. Oh, my that so, is unbelievable. Lord, that is something. That oh, yes, is it is. I might auction this something. off, have the Booster Club auction this off <laughs> oh, at the end wow. of the show. Cam. That is someone. What do you think, Cam? Um, someone, do you know who Bo Jackson is, Cam? Someone in my family no, is fine. Brian didn't either. No. no, okay. Andrea, this was not Andrea. This came from one of your assistant coaches. I want to know how they knew that. Got it. I don't know. Oh, but I know they, who it was. They no, knew yep, who yep. to get it to. Okay. You know who it was? Yeah. I. Uh, we went down to a... Uh, Trick hey, barbecue. No, well, and, no. And this was uh, – I, I don't care. It was strong. Coach, he got thrown under yeah. the bus week one, and he said, hey, I got some dirt for you. So I said, okay, I'm going to save that for the right well time. Well Tyler. And then my great dancing moves come out week five. Yeah, yeah. as you, as if you weren't playing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as if, as if right. it wasn't. Well, okay. I thought I better save it, it for the last I show because you a, might not I come there's up. a camera malfunction, <laughs> and they, they can't see Oh, that. no. We'll get that. He bought a whole new camera set up and everything just for this. The fact that you had the shirt made is the best. That's dedicated. And you know why Ryan was scared when you suggested big heads? I like to go above and beyond. Yes, she said, "You know my dad; he'll do it." Yeah, and she's not lying. We got to see if this shirt's lucky. If you wear that Friday night and we win, you got to wear it for the rest of time. That's official. Yeah. We won four games without that shirt. That's true. This isn't a good luck shirt, although it could be. <laughs> it could okay, be. are you ready for the official How Well Do You Know Your Greenback? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. It's time for How Well Do You Know Your Greenbacks? Greenbacks, greenbacks, how well do you know your greenbacks? All right, so Coach Olting. Uh, the <laughs> fabled Zerger Field was donated by Franny Hooker Zerger after her husband Andrew passed away. Do you know the year that the first game was played on Zerger Field? First with turf or first? Period? First game on Zerger Field. Oh boy. Uh, 1978? 1915. That wow, field has been around yeah. a, a very long time. Time. Wow. That is if amazing. my information is correct, uh, unofficial stats are kind of my thing. But this one, I think we got right. If not, maybe wow. someone will correct us. But yeah, that's amazing. land was donated in 1912. Construction wow. began, and the first game against, I believe, St. John was played in 1915. You know where they that's played before that? Any idea? I don't even know if there that's was crazy. a field. I'll have to try to find so, that so out. The football field's been there since nine. That's pretty awesome. That's yeah, amazing. yeah, pretty a, close a long, long time. So yeah, yeah, serious. I one. lost Man, that. One. I mean, this is a serious show. Yeah. I'm going to give you serious questions. There you go. <laughs>
All right, that's going to do it. Austin, you got anything else for Coach Holton? <laughs> oh, man, I'm excited for right, Friday. Yeah, I'm excited. Friday night, it's going to be me and Austin back in the booth. The 4-0 Cheney versus 4-0 Pratt here at home for homecoming. Zerger Field, it's going to be a fun one. And uh, we'll see you guys next week on the Coach's Show. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of A Town Called Pratt. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with other Prattans you know. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. Thank you, and we'll catch you on the next episode.